podcast, where we discuss health and wellness topics relevant to you. Today we have Coach Stephanie, your YABC health coach through the Wellness Council of Arizona. Michael Ortega from Arizona Western College. Alejandra Jimenez, Benefit Specialist for Yuma County Human Resources. Diana Scotcha, Healthy Arizona Worksites Program Trainer. So we just completed a what they call a HOP training. So we're going to discuss what is HOP, what is HOP 101, and explain everything to you guys. We're going to have a roundtable discussion on um, your major takeaways from the training we had today, and then we're going to have a general Q&A session. And before we dive into that, Rob, can you say who hosted this training today? Uh, the City of Yuma, and I apologize. I am Rob Duffy, City of Yuma, Human Resources, uh, Environmental and Safety. Diane taught it, but we just provided the, the classroom. Wonderful. So, and the nourishment. Oh, yeah. We had good food. Do we want to do a shout out for where that food came from? I feel the like boys. we should. Oh, yeah. We had the boys. Yeah. Best nice. pizza in town. There we go. So what is hot? I'm, you took the training. Didn't you? I did. So I guess, I mean, we want to hear from the expert or do we want to shoot right out to our committee members, our county? I'll give a quick brief overview and then you guys can share all your insights because I know you have many. So HOP stands for Healthy Arizona Worksites Program and it's a no cost public health initiative program. It's funded by the Arizona State Tobacco Tax. And the idea behind HOP is to provide training resources to any Arizona employer that wants to build a wellness program to improve the well-being of their workforce. That is awesome. In a nutshell right there. HOP to me means that employees get to help each other be healthier, commit to healthier lifestyles while both at work and away from work. So when I first heard about the HOP program it was more of it's a hop award and it grew into a program but first we said oh hey we can get recognized let's get an award and then through this whole applying for the award process we learned about the healthy arizona the cdc scorecard and the, the whole process in the in order allows you to even apply for the award everything behind the award. yeah, yeah. and so and so that CDC scorecard, the WIP, the SMART goals, and everything, the committee members, the building, the awareness, the letter of support, it, if you don't have a wellness program already, this, is, this builds your wellness program for you, the basic building blocks. And we will we'll attach that link for the HOP program, Healthy Arizona Worksites program, to this podcast so that you can go in and see, is this something that we should be offering on site for our employees? Do they need access to it? Are you thinking of someone right now that you'd be like, they already do this. Maybe we can build upon it. Mm -hmm. I like the way Robert, you mentioned that it's the building blocks mm -hmm. and it's also the building blocks to an evidence-based comprehensive program. Mm -hmm. You can have a wellness program, but this one's evidence-based and comprehensive. That's nice to have. So I know that Arizona Western, you guys already have been through the Healthy Arizona Worksites program multiple times. You have the award. This was your first time going through the 101 training, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. This was my first time going through the 101 training. Uh, I was kind of, you know, questioning what this training was going to be. Thought it was just, you know, going to be a dumb, 
bunch of stuff thrown at us. Uh, what I really liked though was uh, how Diane, she presented the, the presentation and, and the materials. Uh, it wasn't just these grand ideas. Uh, they were actually specific tools that we can take away uh, to implement the, the program. That's our awesome. Organization. Yeah, and I know for county, same thing. You guys have had this uh, wellness program on site, but this was a new training for you as well? Yes, yeah, so Hopover has been with county a um, couple of years now. So for me as myself, it's been the first year um, being the one-on-one training. So um, but I'll be the backup for my benefits coordinator. She's been handling the HOP award. We've been getting the platinum for a couple of years now. I know the health department was handling the, the awards, but since um, HR has been doing a portion of the wellness program as well, we are currently handling the award right now for a couple of years. That's awesome. So you mentioned uh, your platinum level and the, what is AWC? Platinum. They're level. platinum. So all three platinum. Can you really quickly go over and say what the different levels are? You bet. There's four. Copper, silver, gold, platinum. So copper, silver, gold are levels of the award or recognition based on how many initiatives you're currently doing. The platinum and within your walls. The platinum is when you do initiatives that extend outside your worksite walls into the community. So the fact that all three of you sitting here are doing wellness within your walls and outside into the community is pretty fabulous. And I'm hearing, I mean, this is my takeaway from today. We had a lot of people that this was their first time attending the HOP 101 training and they were all platinum level. So you can see the continued want for growth, the, the continued want to learn more mm -hmm. and get that information out to all the employees. It's not the same employees constantly going through, updating, and continuing. It's new employees coming in, learning more, and going back fresh, which is really what a wellness program needs. I would like to put it out there that if you're an employee in of City of Yuma, AWC County, and you're listening to this saying, we're what? We're a platinum? We have a wellness program? Know that you have an award-winning platinum-level wellness program. So if you want to know more, just reach out to your HR, your wellness committee, and find out. Because at this level, you have an amazing program. If you're not aware of it, you know, it's time to get aware. Right. And a lot of it is communication. We all know we get hundreds of emails, you know, or sometimes we don't even want to check our email. So we might be missing some information here and there, but we know there's going to be a point in time where we want to work on our wellness. So take this opportunity to ask what it is that's already there, not remake the wheel, right? We want to find out what's already existing within our program to help us stay healthy, get healthy. So, so let's talk about our major takeaways. Major takeaways. From the, from the training. Any ideas? Any major takeaways? I know sitting there listening to other people um, doing the exercise during the courses my, my brain just goes, you know, idea, 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 you know. Well, that's it. I like what you're saying right yeah. there because idea, idea, idea. There's so much we can be doing. Yes. So I guess my major takeaway based on what you just said, because sitting there, I think I jotted down. I, I have a notebook full now, right, of what we can be doing, what we can be doing better, how we need to start something new, picking one and sticking to it. <laughs> that's the hard part, just picking one of your ideas. and Right. Or seeing which one would, you know, work the best. Yeah. I don't know. So a lot of it is the setting a smart goal with that one and see 
Is it something that fits what the need? I mean, you had that awesome poster. What was that poster on the wall? It was um, areas of focus. So we all had a chance to go up and put a sticker next to the area that we'd like to focus on in our wellness, whether it's physical activity, stress management, nutrition. And we all voted, so to speak, on our area. And then we talked about it. And then we revoted to find out as a group what area or areas will we focus on? Because if you know in wellness, there's so many things that we can do. You have to choose one or two. Right. So it gave us a way to prioritize. And so supervisors, if you're out there listening, the two biggest topics employees, this group wanted to focus on was stress management and physical activity. Yeah. And supervisors, if you're out there listening, another big theme of the day was having support from the managers to do things that are healthy and healthy and good for the pay for the during your work hours during your during your work hours yes, right yes being supported to participate mm -hmm. uh, we usually in the county have we call this employee health team committee but we don't really kind of like um share our, our ideas regarding wellness we kind of just put out there what's coming in wellness activities any benefits updates that we have but um, I think this is something I would like to implement, um, have a conversation with my directors and my supervisors to have more like a wellness um, conversation, like it, any ideas that they would have to for employees to, we can encourage them and promote to them as well. Yeah, I like that. That's, I mean, the broader you get, I know with AWC, we have a lot of different areas covered because wellness means so many different things to so many different people and until we ask until we have that i, I love the fact that you said wellness conversation right mm -hmm. until you start to have that conversation mm -hmm. people don't always feel comfortable bringing up to hr or to you know to anyone in leadership positions what they want all the times so sometimes they do but there's a lot of people that will sit back and just stay status quo and not feel like they're getting the benefit from their wellness. But if they can sit down and have a wellness conversation with their peers, which is our wellness committee, it gives that ability. What do you think? Well, that's one of the things that uh, we were talking about in the training too. Like we have to go out there, survey, find out what the need is, right? But the interest too, you know, what, what was the, the walking the scenario yeah, yeah right the walking how it didn't correlate with uh, the interest so that's where we have those conversations with you know other employees or with our committee groups or with our leadership so we can uh, you know survey that data collect it and then make the correct choices so we're not sitting there you know wasting our time right spinning the wheel that's a great <laughs> takeaway because the data is so powerful it really drives your results one of my takeaways was just to share with whoever's listening that the people in the room today were are, are a huge dynamic group of very, very passionate individuals. Um, just seeing and hearing from you and then seeing what you guys are doing already. Yes, you guys have platinum level uh, programs. And Robert, I'm glad you said that because if anyone doesn't know about that, they should check it out. You guys do a lot of great things. Yeah, the, the programs are out there. It's just... And the communications out there and everything else is you just got it. If you want to be involved, there's plenty of opportunities to be involved and participate. Right. And we're all busy. So it's finding where it is you yeah. want to fit in. Right? And that's where a wellness committee 
um, comes into play too. It helps you distribute all that information, gives everyone a point of contact in their area to find right. out. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I got a question for the county. Do you guys have a Do you guys have a wellness coach as well, or do you bring one in through insurance? Or no. So we currently have um, one of my coworkers just got certified for wellness coach about last year. So mm -hmm. it's been like three four months. So is that like a double duty or is it like a full-time position? It's a full-time position. So she was uh, she was the benefit specialist, but mm -hmm. she was kind of going forward to becoming uh, more regarding wellness. So she became certified now. So she's our wellness coach for uh, the HR division. So she's the wellness portion, but she's also doing some duties regarding benefits. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, what I find is, you can't have a, a one-person or a part-time wellness program. You have to have a group of people focusing on the program or a single person where that's their only job duties. That's the only way that I see that it works. And then having buy-in from the yes. leadership all the way across the organization. Right. Well, there you're looking at if you only have one person, think of how many employees you're trying to support, how many different types of wellness you're trying to support if they're part-time their wellness goes out the door. If you have someone who's unwell, I mean, let's go through the, the stats that you were bringing up today. Someone who's unwell is not going to do their job well. There's going to be absenteeism. There, it increases so many risk factors that then makes it so a wellness program can't thrive because they don't feel supported. Mm -hmm. And if your wellness program doesn't feel supported, how are your employees going to feel supported? I would like, can you talk about how the program grew from seven employers to what it is now, 100 something? 197, and, right? And that, I mean, to me, it just shows the importance of a wellness program out there. Yeah, I, I definitely can. In 2012, when HOP first started, there were seven employers in Arizona that were recognized as wow. a healthy employer. And now, fast forward to 2022, 197. Who was the first? I don't, I don't even know that. We're going to have to look that up. I don't Future even information. know. One of the seven was um, John C. Lincoln Hospital. I know we were one of the oh, seven. Wow. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the great things about knowing that is if you check the HOP site, the HealthyArizonaWorkSites.org site, you can see all of the employers in Arizona who are recognized, who are doing healthy things. That's for all levels, right? Or bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Yep. Yes. One of the other things I wanted to ask you about is, so during the during the training today, you had wellness breaks, stretching breaks, breathing breaks. I really enjoyed the breathing one. So I wanted to ask if you could do that here so the listeners can maybe see what you're talking about and, and actually do it, sitting That's at their awesome. desk 30 or something. seconds. It's a great break right now during your podcast. Absolutely. Breathing is so accessible to us. And we often don't take deep breaths. 90% of our breaths are shallow. So if you can remind yourself to take these deep breaths, it does a lot of great things for our bodies. It lowers our blood pressure, our heart rates. It flushes out our stress hormones. It activates that parasympathetic nervous system. So we'll go through. We'll yeah. do. And everyone got to do it. And okay. we're, we can tell, we can see if you're not doing it sitting at your desk right there. And I love how everyone in this room just like put their feet flat on the ground. They sat up straighter. So that was really nice. No one can ready. see us. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get uh, rejuvenated here in 30 seconds. Are you ready? Yep. So find a comfortable way to sit. You can close your eyes or not. 
And then I'm going to count for you while you breathe. And it's going to be four, as you inhale for four counts, hold it for five counts, and you exhale for six counts. We'll do it three times. Here we go. Inhale for four, three, two, hold for five, four, three, two, and exhale six, five, four, three, two, one. Again, inhale four, hold for five, exhale six. Last one, inhale four, hold for five, exhale six, five, four, three, two, one. Nice. Was, I felt like I was listening to a meditation tape. <laughs> Very relaxing. Now. It's a form of meditation when you yeah, focus yeah. on your breath. Yeah. So I want to talk about best practices in wellness since everything we're doing. But first, Diane, I want to ask you, so you go around to different entities. What are some of the best that stand out, completely stand out in your mind, best practices that you see other companies or entities that are doing for wellness? I think one of the biggest um, best practices really is when there is leadership and middle management support for the programs. Well, you're thinking about that, some of those best practices. Let's yeah, go around that was the on table. the spot. I like that. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Let's go around the table and say, what, are, what is everyone doing that really helps their wellness program or, or things that you see that employees are really enjoying? I'd like to jump in on this one. It's I don't think it's utilized as much as it could be, but I think it's one of the best ones because it allows for at any time access. And that's the walking and cycling challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that one, I, I just enjoy that because it's encouraging movement, however you do it, whenever you do it and sending in that movement. So any program that takes and says, include movement in on your day, not, in on your work day, not in on your home life, in your, on your day, in on your week, and send that in for a chance to win an incentive. So do you guys know what she's talking about? So here at the city that we have a, a stepping and cycling like rewards program. Yeah. And so it's based on the trust system. Employees can send in proof, uh, pictures of their watch, step counters, whatever, or cycling, uh, you know, miles. miles yeah. And um, they on a monthly basis we we take a drawing from everyone that reaches their goals and, and provide some incentives some rewards so and it doesn't have to be like she says during work hours it's you got your whole month to build up your steps or your cycling miles and send the proof in yeah and it it makes it all inclusive right so and it doesn't really doing, have to be proof i'm sorry it yeah. could be just an email hey i did this many okay we trust you and the goal is a lifestyle change there making movement part of your lifestyle so any of those incentives, I think those are great because it makes it so that people are saying, every little thing I do can impact my health. And it's a self-managing program, really, and it takes minimal hours for us because we just collect the data at the end of the month and then... Input it, input pull a it. raffle. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not something we don't really need to be sitting around managing it on a day-to-day -day basis, which no. is awesome. That's nice. So with county, what I've seen... Um, a lot of participation it's right now before we did had a lot of weight loss challenges like the whole year we had three or four weight loss challenges so we tried to make a little 
little bit different right now where only once a year we do a weight loss um, where we pay for gyms and employees were go are able to, to, to go to those gyms. So I think we, we only offer it once a year employees are really like interested in joining because they want to get challenged for it even though mm -hmm. there's more into the wellness portion like mental health um there's more into like self-care so we try to put a variety of different things throughout the year not just weight loss so when we do offer the weight loss i've seen a lot of employees oh i like it when we have the weight loss because it's time for us to become more challenging to move more to go to the gym so it's we just try to offer it once in the year which is starting january so we have a challenge going on right now then um we try to have different challenges throughout the year that are a variety of self-care or uh, mental health or do you have your things. overall weight loss challenge run through you guys but do you find that departments or individuals or groups start tending to create their own challenges within that yes even though <laughs> yeah, yeah people we, get competitive yeah right? they do get competitive because it's a 46 weeks challenge so we try to offer like weekly challenges like oh let's do a um fruit or smoothie challenge mm -hmm. this week. So people try to do their own challenge with the department. So they actually take pictures, post it on the group Facebook. Hey, look, we're in a group with my coworkers doing a break walk. So it's kind of interesting to see how they get together and um, participate on the on the challenges. One, awesome. one of the other ones I really enjoy that we do here at the city is, is not really a physical um, wellness, but uh, mental. So we, every year we do Halloween uh, costume and decoration contests. And it's so, a potluck too. So it brings the community together. Yeah, it's a potluck. And then we send it, people or employees from all the different areas in the city can send in their pictures of their group costume, individual costume, cubicle decoration, office decoration, pumpkin carving contest. And uh, I mean, it's not really a physical wellness thing, but I mean, it really helps mentally in the workplace, I believe. But it, it builds on accountability and mm. community. I mean, that's those are two of the big buzzwords to uh, help maintain any program, right? If you're looking at a weight loss program, if you're looking at a movement improvement program, nutrition improvement, you have someone else doing it with you, you're going to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, a group. Yeah. Group support. And it's fun to hear the different ways that people are doing wellness. Like they're incorporating all the dimensions. We talked about that yeah. today. Right. And that's more yeah. like social wellness. It's emotional wellness. That's yeah. all important. Yeah. It all helps the work. So you asked for a couple of best practices that jump out. Yeah. I think one of them I shared today about the salad bar day. Oh, yeah. That was oh. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we pick a day of the week, maybe two days of the week. Everybody signs up to bring one item and then they have a salad bar lunch and then it's social and it's also physical because you're assured a healthy meal mm -hmm. that's a great one and people really love it and it's sustainable that's awesome <laughs> so, oh, go ahead no, i can't wait I, no There's i just got a big grin on no, Rob's I just face ask, that no one right. can see <laughs> so in hr we have a lot of potlucks a lot. usually a one for every birthday one for every holiday and some just because right <laughs> it's a Tuesday potluck. Yeah. So <laughs> I know and potluck food is not traditionally that healthy. I mean it can be, but it's a lot of people just grab whatever's easy. Um 
but the social, um, you brought this up, the social aspect, the mental aspect, the taking a break during the day aspect, although some of the food may not be that healthy, um, uh, moderation, right? right, proportions, um, I believe the potlucks are, are good uh, What source of wellness for the, your, your group. I agree completely. And it's not just HR. I mean, I, I go to different locations throughout city and the potlucks that they hold and the food that they bring in and the events that they do, you just see how it's building a tighter knit community yeah. at each location. Because I mean, if in family, and I know for my family, it's one of those things where you see very often we're cooking in the kitchen and talking and having a blast, right? So over food, we have a lot of conversations. And that can be the same here. So now it's just creating that this community, this family is your workplace family. I'm going to use the salad bar for the next potluck because there's a birthday coming up. Yeah. I'm going to use the salad bar thing. Everyone bring one piece of salad, one item, and we're going to have a salad potluck. And then see if they like it and they want to continue it every week. It's sustainable. And then, you know, we talk about social wellness Mm -hmm. and how it's undervalued sometimes because we know that isolation is a big part of it's a risk for disease. So we can all feel isolation, even at our work. Chocolate goes on salad though, right? I was going to say. It goes on everything. (laughs) (laughs) For this person's birthday, just make sure they get a cake too. Oh. Chocolate. Balance. Or the potato chips, the lay potato chips. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And then we had the watermelon. The watermelon. And what I really enjoyed about those is like, because um, I helped out with those events, you know, not everybody can get away from their desk or, or whatnot to come and grab potato chips or watermelon. So what I did is picked them up and took them to them. Knock on doors. Yeah. Giant tray. He was yeah. running around with a giant tray of sliced up watermelon yep. going was, through the building. It was nice. You get to see everybody smile. They light up a little bit. They don't feel left out. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's cool. One of the things that we have done with um, County HR, it's the smoothies. So um, usually someone, every person brings something like a fruit, ice, the um, almond milk. So we gather it. Usually we do it on Fridays. Uh, We have done it twice. Uh, Friday smoothies. Yeah. And each person will bring something and we will make the, the smoothies. And we usually just gather for half an hour, share anything, any updates, anything that's going on. And just to have a little conversation with, with Mon- the Monday employees. margaritas, does that yeah. count? <laughs> <laughs> Balance. Yeah. After five o'clock. Yeah. To Mike's point about delivering watermelon, that's wellness. And we undervalue sometimes that little thing it can be a wellness thing. Right. Yeah. And all the different departments that might be doing it and we don't know. Again, communication on what's actually happening. Right. So, you know, we kind of identified in the training today what does wellness mean to you and many times it's oh I have to eat better I have to exercise more not always it's something like getting out there and talking to your work family or being social making smoothies those are all wellness a great resource if you're looking for a book to read that helps support well-being as Stephanie said it's just a lot of small choices is the compound effect Darren Hardy is the author. It's it's a short book, six chapters, great read. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you're looking to get more involved in employee wellness, please check our check out our SharePoint site. 
While you're there, scroll down to quick links and click subscribe to receive our weekly wellness emails. And to stay in the know on the go, sign up for Wellness Ambassador text notifications. Just text wellness to 844-702-1451. Oh, thank you.